and this is my Slovak experience. Hello everybody. Thank you for listening to my Slovak experience. I am still here in 2020 and very happy to bring you more and more conversation on this platform. Today I'm talking to Alain Colpert, a Brazilian who came to Slovakia four years ago and had stayed until recently. He is now living and working in Prague for an international company. At the same time, he also runs his own business, including, for example, a website where he connects stylists, makeup artists and hairdressers with potential clients. What is it like to own a small business in Slovakia? For answers to this and to other questions, listen to the episode with Alan Colpert. Enjoy and thank you a lot for listening. Here with uh, Alan Colpert, right? Yep. So Alan, welcome to my Slovak experience. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. So um, interesting when uh, I when I met you because you are uh, you are actually not yet living already living in Slovakia, right? You are living in the Czech Republic, right? Mm-hmm. But you were living in Slovakia. So <laughs> for me, it's even more interesting to have uh, this kind of perspective, right? To know you know from where. Um, you, you you came from, right? And also why you are living where you're living. So let's start from from Slovakia from the beginning. So what took you to Slovakia originally and also where you're from? Well, I'm from Brazil uh, originally. Uh, my father is from Portugal. And this story, uh, when I arrived in Slovakia, I essentially got here four years ago. I was uh, in Spain. Mm-hmm. Uh, had an MBA there and then started to work for a colleague from the master in a startup remotely and they w- decided to open the an office here in Bratislava. Essentially, when he told me that they wanted to come here, I said, mm-hmm. where is Bratislava? And then I Google it and then I said, okay, let me go for a weekend to give it a try. I came, it was very nice weekend. Mm-hmm. It was my first impression was that it was a, let's say, very affordable place to be. So I said, okay, let's give it a try. Let's go for six months mm-hmm. with this startup. So I, I came four years ago. Directly for business then? That, that, the yeah, it was then with my job at that time. What, what was it? I was a financial, financial controller mm-hmm. for a startup of a friend of mine. So I came here with this job. So after six months, they decided not to continue, not mm-hmm. to open the office in the end. And then I decided to be here. I like it. And I applied for jobs in the city and I got the job in Johnson Controls. Ah, okay. So that is one of the big business <laughs> service company here in, uh, yeah. in, uh, in Slovakia. Interesting. And uh, so Brazil is, what, what's your city? Where uh, I am from Rio. From Rio de Janeiro. From Rio de Janeiro, from the capital. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, what what is the 
knowledge from that part of the world. We never had Brazilians in in the my Slovak experience. So no. about Slovakia and this uh, uh, in this reality we we have here. You might be having more soon because mm -hmm. it seems that the situation there is not so good. So people are trying their way out. So they are going to other countries. Uh, but like, yeah, fro yeah, I, I almost didn't meet many, many Brazilians here. I try not to be much with them because my goal is always to be with uh, international people. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that was it. So. And uh, and when you when you came, do you remember what was your impression? The first one, I the, actually, I arrived here and it was like, okay, this is a mini Russia and I might like it because the girls are beautiful and mm -hmm. etc. That's what, what this country was known uh, in Brazil for. And I said, okay, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I left the MBA and I, I want to try to, to build a career internationally. Mm -hmm. I think here there are many possibilities, many alternatives. So I also made a small research. Okay, there is IBM, there is Johnson Controls, mm -hmm. these things. So I said, okay, I think this is a good spot to have my first international uh, job, let's say, second at that point. And, and then from here, we, we see where I'm going to go. I ended up staying four years. Four years, actually. So then, so that means that because usually many, you know, after the first year or two, you then you have like the critical moment and you say, okay, let's see, do I want to still stay? Because what are the additional reasons to, to stay? So what were your additional reasons to, to stay in Slovakia then after the beginning? Well, the thing is that when I, um, it was probably money because I didn't totally leave the startup job when I entered Johnson Control, so I was doing two jobs. So I was with a good salary and cost of living here was very low. Mm -hmm. So I was trying to study if I would get this kind of situation anywhere else in Europe. Mm -hmm. And turns out that I said, okay, I think I'm doing good here. Mm -hmm. And then I decided to stay. Then, then I stayed only with Johnson Controls, but already looking for something to go to London or something like that. But then I started to build friends, girlfriend came, and then I was doing well here. Started to invest in properties, a, a business I told you about. So things were, were ended, ended up going well for me, and I decided to stay. But suddenly I got a very good opportunity in Prague. So I'm trying to, be, to have two lives now, there and here. Um, and that's, that was essentially the story, man. Mm-hmm. So I really, bottom line is that I stayed here because I saw that it's a country with many opportunities. It's many opportunities. It seems that there's a, it's moving uh, a generation from this communist generation to the new, more like new people, young people coming and new business opportunities yeah. coming. So it's a trampoline, let's say for you to go either to somewhere else or to start something to test something here you know, it's a good market how are you dealing with the um, 
all the you talk about business and starting business or the local uh, bureaucracy and the language. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> mm. But there are many obstacles, but uh, not barrier obstacles, mm -hmm. but uh, you face this everywhere. Oh, yeah. Life. Oh, of course. Professionally, you know, and these things were just making me stronger each time I was getting out of one obstacle. Yeah. Like, I don't speak the language at all. So I depend on people to do my taxes. I depend on people to understand how I open a business here. Okay. You know, all these type of things. I depend on my partner to, you know, to kind of do... Instagram posts because yeah. I cannot do myself. If you have to write very, very, from small things yeah. to, to big things, I depend on everyone that speaks the language. So language is mainly the mm -hmm. barrier. I don't think it's very bureaucratic, you know. Uh, I'm seeing more bureaucracy in Czechia than here. Okay. But, uh, yeah, there is some. There is some. And, and the, the comparison with the Czech Republic experience? So how long have you been now? I moved two months ago. Okay, not so long. Yeah, not so long. First impression was in the foreigner police, of course. Here, if you're complaining about the foreigner police from here, you have never been to the Czechia one. <laughs> Guys, it's crazy there. Okay. It's crazy. My experience there, I arrived with a form filled up in, in English. The woman said no, she she like marked everything, no, come with a, a translator and this has to be filled up in, in Czech. Here when I went uh, to the foreigner police here, they were even speaking English. Mm -hmm. So that was my first impression of both countries and there seems to be much more tough. Mm -hmm. I think there is much more immigrants there. Mm -hmm. That might be the difference here, kind of not so many people coming uh, so there they need to be more tough but yeah these are the first impression of both countries in terms of uh, bureaucracy and obstacles but I, I i mean people will always come because there is always a natural uh, you know refreshment of populations in any country there are a lot of people going people coming that is never going to be stopping or increasing i mean there might increase in some areas but it's always like a steady wave uh, but it's important i think to uh, to think you know how to welcome whoever is coming so that they have all the setup and information and uh, um, you know ideas of what to do from from when they start and how to uh, get you know to not you know stop their life i had some friends for example that uh, they had to leave the country because they forgot to do a paper right Mm, uh, and mm -hmm. maybe that because there was not somebody might say yeah it's their their fault but someone might say yeah but um, it's uh, it's part of as well informing and being open and having availability of information at hand and so on so I would say you perhaps that you are coming from outside Europe right mm -hmm. um, was it um, a very time consuming experience for you to get a visa and uh, come here and start working and so on no, it was not because my father is also Portuguese. Okay. So I have the double citizenship. Ah, okay. So Europe was actually the best location for me to stay because I really wanted to leave Brazil. 
I had a good job there, I had a good family, everything. But I was really dating a girl there that opened a, a, a bunch of things of opportunities abroad for me, opened my mind for that. So initially I wanted to go to the US. I went, I lived in San Diego for one year. But to be there visa-wise is more difficult. So I said, okay, I need to go to Europe. Then I went to Spain, did mm -hmm. the master, lived a little bit in Austria, then I came here. Mm -hmm. So since I arrived in Europe, I had no difficulties uh, in regards to documentation. Because it's like with the European passport makes your life easier. Mm. But in the, so you, you traveled quite, quite a lot around. Yeah, man, I, I did, I did. I did. So that was my goal. That was my goal when I left. Portugal as well. Portugal, when I was in Spain, I, I had a few, I worked there as a consultant and I had a few projects in Portugal because they were using me because of the language. So I lived in Lisbon for four months, something like that. Um, but more time in Bratislava mm -hmm. four years and now moved to Czechia. Okay, well, what has Slovakia as a plus compared to all these other countries you experienced? I if think it's an opportunity. It's it's about opportunity here. Like, it seems that uh, here I still don't see like a small Brazilian supermarket where I can buy some stuff from Brazil. Maybe you, you might have the same. Um, no, unfortunately, I mean, or fortunately for for Italians, uh, everywhere in the world you go, you find Italian. You guys food, find right? a way to bring the. Oh, yes. the, the seafood. I mean, you might always complain because there are a lot of Italian folks that keep complaining because maybe there is not exactly that product you want mm. or maybe you go to the local producer and yeah. so on. But generally to find, you know, uh, those basic ingredients, even olive oil, right? Maybe you bring it from Italy, but you can buy olive oil here. Maybe it's a little bit more expensive for that brand you want to, but you can still find it. It doesn't mean that it's no. not there, right? So but if you go anywhere it? around in, in the big cities, these already exist. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Here is like something that is it's still growing, still... There's a lot to come, a lot to change. I went to the... If you go to the Christmas market, it's already so different from last year. Yeah. You know, if you go to the city center, the new businesses that are there, the new stores that are opening. There's a Starbucks in the middle of uh, Franciscanski and Amastia, man. Yeah. If you, if you spot a Starbucks opening, you know that this area is going to grow because they have a lot of data analytics. You know these things. Yeah, they come before. So you will see. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's all about uh, what what main what like really makes a plus here as your question was it's it's the opportunities you know so the expansion in a shorter time right? real yeah. estate market everything that you put today an investment I'm sure you're gonna get the return in a few months or years mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh, and uh, how this this that if you can compare the uh, life for uh, citizens, you know, transport, uh, Excellent. services, and so on. I forgot to mention that, but I know where you're going to go. For example, in Brazil, I was taking one hour to arrive to my work in a heavy traffic. Mm -hmm. 
you know, then in Spain the same. Then I, when I came to Europe, I started to use bicycle, these things, mm-hmm. it got more like nicer, but still takes some time in the big, big metropolis, big cities. And when I arrived here, I like you walk anywhere 10 minutes. Yeah. The public transportation works on time and like it's quick. You go to the other side of the city in 20 minutes. So these are things that uh, really make my life, if you have a busy life, makes your life much more effective. I had, when I was living here, I had time to do everything. To have two jobs, to go to the gym, to go out for a dinner, everything the same day. You cannot, if you go to a bigger city, you need to blend. You need to go to the gym in your lunchtime. You you have, you cannot go to to dinner after work because you arrive home already late. You know, so that was something that I I already missed from here. So living in Bratislava, because also Prague, Prague is more than million millions of uh, folks, right? So it's yeah, registered bigger. there is one point two million, mm-hmm. but I mean there's a lot of uh, East European people coming, so this mm-hmm. could be close could to be two million. Oh, even if that that the I, what I love in Prague is the metro. Because it takes you everywhere. Very I like it too, like, so man. I love metro. So I love that's metro. something that would be missing, I would say, in in, uh, in the Slovak Which city area. are you from? In my case? Yeah. Uh, I'm What's from your city? In, in, from Italy. Which city? In Which city? a small, small, small huh? town called Udine. That is, Udine, uh, okay. I know in just the, the soccer team. So if you, you might know it for the soccer yeah. team, right? But you just have to place it between uh, Venice... And Slovenia, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So in the midway between those two areas, you have. Uh, you okay, have cool. But it's a small town. It's like less than hundred thousand um, mm-hmm. uh, people. So um, you have even more of this kind of uh, setup where people take the car even to go to the hairdresser that is you know ten minutes away oh. because you're used to park in front of everything, right? But it's, it's usually. In the end, it, it will become here like this here. I think it will become like this. You already see difference in the traffic. Yeah. You, you, you came here with traffic today. It will get easier. It, the, the, the companies are making easier for you to buy cars. Yeah. The, 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 the interest rates for the leasing, for the loans, car loans are very low. Mm-hmm. So the banks are making you consume more. So you see only one person in each car when you are traveling. But it's nice that you see many also at the same time a lot more uh, scooters and bicycles yeah, than, cool. than in the past, right? So, and I, even in the train, now that mm-hmm. I started commuting some, uh, you know, with the bike, right? At the beginning of, uh, oh, I would like the, the spring of this mm-hmm. year, uh, but, and I, now that is actually approaching winter, I, st- I see way more of the same type of kind of foldable bikes I bought, like right? mm-hmm. people in the train with it, cool. or people around, and it's like uh, the, this last year there was much more expansion to all of this. Yeah, I think there's also some projects uh, ongoing for implementing more bike lanes here. Mm-hmm. I, I remember I saw this. Well, if. if it's still not that busy to be dangerous, but uh, I think it's one of the cities that this is like very, very like uh, good. This this part of transportation yeah. with with bicycles and scooters, I, I like it, man. I like it. 
like I was using a lot of these shareable, uh, these yellow, the yellow bikes. Yeah, but you can take it and uh, yeah. drop it somewhere. So cool, so cool. And uh, okay, tell tell me also what are the so if if we think about the the, the evolution of Slovakia and the pluses in this side, uh, what's the 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 negative side then, right? What what you don't like about Slovakia? What would you change about it? Mm -mm. To be honest, it's quite perfect for me. Like. There is a transitioning that might be happening in the in in the head of people, right? The more international things are happening here, they will be ending up being more open-minded for for things. Because for now, I see the Slovaks is still a little bit like um, closed-minded, but uh, it's changing. Probably was much worse before. Uh, so that that was negative, but it's changing. So I don't see any any big big thing on this. This is just a transitioning mm -hmm. moment. Well, it's hard for me to come up with with something that I I do not like or I see bad here. I see bad if really, if really the companies that are here, IBM, uh, Johnson Controls, they start seeing that is not a good deal for them to be here anymore. Okay. You know, then the growth will kind of stop. Like, and there's a financial crisis coming. I don't know how these people will, this, this business will, will stand, you know, and this is something that I'm forcing to be like a, a risk for the country, you know, because it's, I think the automobile industry here is one of the biggest ones. It is the biggest. Yeah. And it's the first one to get the hit. Mm -hmm. It's the first one to get the hit. And if they start chopping heads, then no buy, no people don't buy. Don't the money doesn't like run in the economy, and then ends up getting bad, and then growth stagnates. So this is the only risk that I see, like from my point of view. A negative for like life it's it's pretty awesome man mm -hmm. pretty awesome i liked my experience here what the so you started also a side uh, business meanwhile you were in Joshua controls right so what, what, yeah. what was it well, I always try to work in two things. So when I was in Johnson Controls, I was also with the, the previous startup of a friend. It's a, a, a telecommunication business. And then when I stopped, I decided to look for something for me to do here after work. And uh, how I spot that, I had a friend. Yeah. <laughs> I had a friend in Johnson Controls that she was a makeup girl. Right, so I started to ask her if uh, there's anyone doing like makeup at home, right? Because in Brazil, this is very common. My mom, my sister, if they had a party, they they take like one hour to go to a hairdresser, as you were saying in your city mm -hmm. as well, by car. So they would rather have someone come into their house. Mm -hmm. So there was always a woman coming to their house to do nails, to do makeup, to do... Uh, hair before they had a wedding or something like that and I started to investigate here how this works and people were still 
rather going to their small cities with that hairdresser that they do since they are young. Yeah. And I said, and here in, in Bratislava, there's no one that goes in the house. Ah, there is some people going to the house. And how do I find these people? There was not a single place mm -hmm. for me to see the profile of the girls and choose one of them and put my address and get them coming. So I said, okay, let's make a test. I built a small, quick website, and this girl bought four friends of her, five friends of her, makeup and hairstylists. And I started to, to talk with friends. So look, check my website if you need uh, nails uh, or makeup for a, a party. So I started to, to, to coordinate this, to, to organize this, and I validated the idea. And I think some two years ago, I decided to go for it, mm -hmm. make more investments, and I created Stylista, that I already talked to you mm -hmm. about it. And it's essentially an online platform where people can see the profile of the stylists from Bratislava, choose a date and time, and we list the, the available stylists on that date. And they choose the service and book, and the person comes to their house for to, to provide the service in mm -hmm. their house. So it's going well. From May of this last year, I started to heavily invest on this. And um, it, like I got some the first official bookings. So the plan now is to go to Malatsky, the other Shamorin, the cities close by here, also to the east. Mm -hmm. So it seems like it's the first online platform uh, for this business. It's like a Uber for... Mm -hmm. For, for uh, service. For, yeah, yeah, this type of services. So we are just a broker. Mm -hmm. And I'm enjoying, man. I'm learning a lot. I'm, I'm able to put a lot of things that I learned in, mm -hmm. the, in the MBA. And I, I really enjoyed it. It's a pity that I don't speak the language because I could have done much more, but... Uh, oh, yes. That's, uh, I mean, but still, you always can find someone that helps yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's good to learn, eh? Also, Czech and Slovak are not so... Yeah. So, so this, this shared economy, all this, yeah. this type of business are, are coming here. Yeah. I, I remember the, one of the um, oh, guests in uh, my Slovak experience, uh, Shimpi, she is from India, right? She was telling me that in India, it's even more advanced, this kind of service at home. It's not only for, um, for, for hairdresser, but it's for cooking, for washing uh, homes, for taking out the dogs, for any service. We have mobile apps and uh, everybody's, so like people, I, I, when I have also, also from, 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 from where I work, right, sometimes I, I meet some colleagues from India, right, they just have, you know, meetings there at home and you have behind people doing like, what what is the person doing right and the answer yeah they, they are just they came the to mate. cook for me mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. so they they enter the house they cook they leave the food and they leave so you don't have to spend time on all these activities you just pay the service and you get the food ready or the higher style you so buy time you can you can advance uh, mm -hmm. the level of uh, of this it's, it's just cool. uh, people don't need to get used to it let's say right i think that still also in slovakia there is this idea that if you have cleaning cleaning people like mm -hmm. a cleaning company coming to your house uh the old generation might consider it as like what you should do it your own right good point so there is a part of it that maybe from from cultural base needs also to evolve but you know new generation i don't think they have this kind of bias and i have one little thing on top of that which is 
who is willing to do this job here? We don't mm -hmm. have like, uh, I mean, in terms of uh, nationality, mm -hmm. the Slovaks will not do it, you know, uh, because this is a very low wage uh, job. So it works in countries where uh, there is the supply for that, right? Okay. But here I see a lot of like Ukrainians, uh, Hungarian people coming. So they benefit from the euro currency and they might be willing to do this as extra job. Mm -hmm. but, yeah. uh, but why is it low? I mean, I consider it as a catering is for high profile restaurant, right? So you have a super high restaurant that you also provide catering and you just have the chef that for that day is preparing things. for. Oh, that's for a different market. Right? And in the same way, it's like you have a super high uh, and kind of hairdresser that to just not only to round their salary, but also to, to provide the service. They might also say, you know, oh. one day I just go around. Then the I understood you wrong. I thought it was really to do a small cooking at home, a small cleaning. No, no, but also for, 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 for makeup or whatever, right? It's... Uh, I don't think it is a low-profile thing. It's, you can have your own... Um, uh, you know, own kind of set of suitcase mm -hmm. with all the tools you have and then you go and you provide the same service. I find it cool. I think these people that are doing this are smart. They can make more money than working here in corporations. If they are quick, if they know how to go around the city, if they have a cell phone, mm -hmm. if they have a customer base, man, they can... If they put uh, some they make some hard work they they can take some money out of that because you you, you basically the, the price for let's say if you uh, for a haircut at home is a bit higher than the one you do it or not how, no how, the, the opposite because the the salon owners they have they have to pay the rent oh yeah so they need to repass that rent to the stylist the stylist needs to repass the rent the price to the so there's a lot of margins there, mm -hmm. and in the end, who pays more? It's us. Mm -hmm. We, if you go there, the girls put their own prices, and they have no, they don't have to pay rent of chairs in mm -hmm. the saloons. So it might be a good. Uh, yeah. It's like the taxi. It's yeah. like mm -hmm. the Airbnb. End up being cheaper because like uh, there's no physical place, mm -hmm. right? That there might be maybe people not. Trusting someone to come to your home at the same time. So how do you deal with uh, with that? Fact? Very good point. Uh, this was something that uh, came up in the beginning mm -hmm. uh, when I was doing, uh, let's say, SWOT analysis. If this would be a problem, but uh, this uh, man, the only way you 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 pass through this one is if you put the testimonial of. Uh, prior clients in your in your platform you know yeah. so and and I really need to make an assessment of all the stylists that I'm recruiting mm -hmm. you know like a small background check to see if they they didn't have a problem before if they're like they would not cause any problem you know and and so far zero problems i don't think that uh, mm -hmm. people will end up getting used to that they will see that this saves them a lot of time 
you know. So that, tell me about how this the this culture in Brazil, perhaps, right? That you know, like, is it a normal thing for everyone, or uh, that might be the ultimate goal, right? That you you have here, right? Like how how the clients see people coming for to yeah. their houses to do the service. Man, there is ten times more dangerous than here. Mm-hmm. So this is this is really a, a hot topic because sometimes you get you order Uber and the Uber driver uh, steals you. Mm-hmm. They are they are usually robbers pretending to be Uber mm-hmm. driver. So you face a lot of these schemes there. It's really dangerous. So you really need to rely on the platform that you are booking, mm-hmm. right? You know you really need to to see and. Like, if you want to save your time, this is a risk you're going to take, you know. Mm-hmm. And then you get used to with one stylist, you like her, and then you just book that one, you know. Oh, you yeah. already know. And if if you enter in the profile of the girls, there is the reviews from, from the other clients. So you see that uh, nobody had a problem. But it's, it is a good point, you know. It is a good point. So it's also the... Um, platform such right that is uh, be- becoming at the same time like a um, trust um, kind of environment right mm-hmm. the, the same issue was now is happening nowadays with you know LinkedIn Facebook uh, Twitter right at the beginning they were just you know uh, we just let people tell whatever stuff, right? And if somebody says shit, it's their fault. And now they started thinking, like, you know, revolution has been created, uh, people have been killed and stuff like that because of the platform. So they are investing a lot into, uh, you know, making sure that there are the trusted profiles, kicking out profiles that are just trolling and so on, right? So eventually there is a bit of responsibility on the platform, but at the beginning is people that naturally, I would say, are positive right so if you think about I mean, the negative things are usually more soundy but they are way less than the positive that you can get from this right so that's that my view yeah when there is a negative event people tend to talk to 20 people if there is a positive event yeah, nobody exactly. so i think it's by using and you know keep using the more then the more it grows and the more it grows then you have more options as well for mm-hmm. your area and then you might have better uh, artists that are coming <laughs> and maybe one day I, I wish there would be also this for other things right so you know I need a plumber I need a, uh, some you know electrician help uh, or I just need a cook why not the thing is that there is right on Facebook for example you go there you you, you Facebook plumber mm-hmm. you will list some of them but then like Maybe, yeah, you do have the reviews there, but if, if, if you have a, an app, a platform quickly just for that specific yeah, exactly. one, you yeah. know, it's, it's so yeah, there, it's missing for like, for example, I always wanted to have like someone cleaning my house and I struggled so much. I had to go to the foreigner uh, group mm-hmm. in Facebook and ask for someone because if I Google, I don't find anywhere where I can see the the prices of each mm-hmm. person that comes to my house, what's their past experience, what's their skills, you know, it, it had to go through recommendation and maybe 
I spend a lot of time getting one recommendation. I call the girl. The girl is not available in the day that I want. Mm -hmm. Or she comes and I don't like. So it has to be one place where I can quickly see all of this. Mm -hmm. You know. And yeah. But this this probably is going to be a trend here for all these type of services, you know. We'll be seeing that it's for sure. Things, interesting things. <laughs> Uh, if you uh, go to big cities like New York, London, uh, this all these things already work. So in your case, I need to go to stylist.sk or what? How to spell it? Estylista. Estylista. So it's e a... stylista. Okay. We put on that the sounds Brazilian as well. <laughs> it was kind of yeah. It was <laughs> difficult to find the name and like because the goal was like stylist mm -hmm. listed, yeah. a list of stylists. So in Portuguese, kind of, I blended a little yeah, bit. Nice. <laughs> Sounds nice. Okay. Okay. Cool. So let's uh, wish you all the best for for the yeah. for this. I think it's gonna be quite interesting if folks know. Also, particularly, I think that the main one that are impacted by this not knowing, right, are tendentially the foreigners, right, mm -hmm. or in other or maybe the people that are the foreigners into any place, right? Might be a foreigner that comes from Kosice to Bratislava, lives in Bratislava, has no idea where to go, right? Uh, or like where to go for a hairdresser, where to go for, for, a, for a stylist. So, or foreigners from another country that they actually don't know where to go. So that's actually the first one that could be the customers and interested in more services. That comes to that point where I mentioned about the negative thing of here because the people are a little still a little bit closed-minded, mainly mm -hmm. on the business side. They do not put uh, words in their website in English. So if I Google hairdresser in, in English, it will, nothing will come up, right? But if I Google in Slovak, it will come up everything. Mm -hmm. So they need to start understanding that there is how many foreigners here in Bratislava, you know. And there's a hell of a, a business opportunity for them if they start yeah. doing the things in English. No, that's true. But, I mean, in my case, um, in 10 years, I've been living in Slovakia, uh, and, uh, I don't know, several, I don't know how many, several hundreds of times I cut my hair, right? I never had... Uh, uh, hairdresser speaking English, right? So mm -hmm. I always, uh, I had, you know, at the beginning it was no conversation. Now there is a little conversation in Slovak, right? Uh, but that's also one of the, the limitations, right? So you, the hairdresser career path doesn't usually get you to the English, need to English knowledge, right? And that's maybe a, a problem, but you never know. And English now, you know, if you need to watch stuff or go around English, you, you need it much more. So it might still become the one of the more... Yeah, so I people people are losing opportunity not speaking English. Like the hairdresser, I believe the hairdressers that have English speakers, they're getting much more clients. Mm -hmm. It's like another value, right? Like the doctor that speaks English. Or the yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaks English, mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And considering the expansion, particularly in Bratislava, with many companies and many uh, businesses coming, you might need, you know, for example, still in the, uh, any, you know, Johnson Controls is providing services to uh, all Europe from Bratislava. Mm -hmm. So you might need someone speaking Spanish because you produce yeah. the, the, the service in Spanish. So you have, Obviously, some Spanish folks coming here and work, right? Mm -hmm. um, and that's that's where you need it. Cool. Um, what are you missing from Brazil? Oh 
definitely. Or if if system. that is your still your second home or your first home or. Mm, I miss the beach, brother. Mm. I miss hanging out at the beach and. But here I, I discovered new things for me, like snowboarding, which I also am enjoying. You learned here? Yeah, I learned. One year ago, Kat taught me. <laughs> and With several bruises and falls from the beginning. But okay. So far, so good. I had the, the base from the skate and from the surfing, so it was not that difficult. But I definitely miss uh, the, the temperature, the, the, yeah. the warm weather. Like uh, yesterday, I was really like feeling weird. It's too cold for me. So it's actually six, five or six degrees. Right? Just for the record. Yeah. Okay. okay. Brazil now should be some 30, 35. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah but and you have actually, it's warmer all day, all year long, right? In, in Rio. Yeah, they, they say that there is just two seasons, which is summer and inferno, the <laughs> summer and the hell. The so hell inferno is uh, even warmer, I guess. Yeah, okay. the hell is now this period, December, January and February. Summer is the whole time. In July, there is some two weeks that make some 15, 20 degrees. Mm, but uh, cold. yeah, they, they, they call it cold. So... <laughs> Okay, okay. It's cool, yeah. I'm missing a little bit of food sometimes, also. What's the food that you, you don't? A good barbecue, beans. There was a, I remember from years ago, there was in Europe a Brazilian kind of barbecue place, right? Yeah. It, I remember how it was called. It went off even before I arrived here. Okay. But uh, I think they tried, yeah, some steak place. Yeah, yeah where do you have this kind of uh, meat in the stick? <laughs> this is awesome. So that, that was an awesome This place. is awesome. In Prague, there is one. I was there the other day with Kat and really enjoyed some nice barbecue. Okay. Uh, but sometimes I try to do with my friends uh, barbecue at home. Mm -hmm. But yeah, this, this food a little bit from there is something that I miss. But it's not something that I cannot, uh, that I will die for. Mm -hmm. Beach also, I will not die if I don't have that. It's actually weird to have the beach close by you and you need to, to be the whole day at the office. So yeah, it's, it's like good on the, the productivity loss in that thought process. Yeah, like so I go to the beach when I'm, I'm on vacation or something. Yeah. <laughs> And the, and the Slovak winter, is it not uh, hitting you too much? The first year was difficult. It was the first time I was getting a, a very harsh, but I didn't know what to wear. I didn't know what vitamins to take and, you know, stupid taking hot showers. And today I don't even get sick anymore, you know, like I do my prevention and I, I'm fine. Mm -hmm. Totally fine. Wear the right clothes in the right time and I'm good. Hmm. I'm so good. you can learn. Yeah, I learned. I suffered, but I, I learned. <laughs> Got sick like 10 times in a year, but I learned the lesson. <laughs> What's your favorite Slovak food? 
I always choose the halushka, like uh, the sausage klobasa, I think, too. And yeah, I mean, my, I think the halushka is a very good, like, uh, hangover food. <laughs> like okay. So. so for the day after. Classic. I'm, I'm, I'm going with the classic, yeah. <laughs> and did you bring uh, some of your uh, family or friends here? Uh, not from Brazil. It's difficult to come. It's very expensive. The exchange rate doesn't help. But mm-hmm. uh, people from other countries, uh, they ended up coming to Vienna or Prague and they they come here for one day or I go around and, and meet them. Uh, but for my family, it's difficult. I usually go there. Mm-hmm. I try to go once a year, twice a year mm-hmm. to visit them. But yeah, for them to come is difficult. They're trying actually. They're trying. I think next next winter they will be able to come. My mom and dad mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. trying to help them. The too. visa plus the visa flight. It's like twelve hours flights. Uh, yeah, and they're not that young anymore, and they don't speak English, so they're afraid of going to the airport. And someone asks a question in English, they don't know. Mm. No, yeah. but the same issues for my mom. Like yeah. But she doesn't even, she's the kind of Italian and has to drive this five hours, but yeah. it's the same. Like, she feels lost without so much support. But yeah, yeah. Um, but I think in this we should be quite um, grateful for the place and moment in time we are in that allowed us to, uh, you know, feel basically at home everywhere because we have the tools to at least in more than half of the world to to communicate them and uh what do you mean i didn't get that like if you 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 can speak english right you know how oh. to go around you're used to travel so for you if tomorrow you they tell you okay now go and live in uh, i don't know in italy you you are not definitely. gonna be like okay what i'm scared you just you go there and leave definitely i saw that uh when i moved to Czechia right now and in one week i solved everything because i really needed i really was with a lot of experience of changing countries Mm -hmm. so i I really quickly went after the things that i needed at home Mm -hmm. assigned to signed up for things that i i -hmm. knew i was going to be using so i didn't like break my head too long or faced any constraints i remember the first time i moved to the us it was like I plan to be there six months and I until I get everything set up for me to, okay, now I can start living. Took me three months, mm. you know, so it was a waste of time. Um, so yeah, definitely the experience and the languages help us to, to like sort things faster. That is not for our parents, right? And that is yeah, definitely uh, not. And sometimes, you know, I would love them to see what I, could see and to learn what I could learn, right? That would be, and you, you know, you recognize how it hasn't been always like that. I think in much more in the past, right? It's usually parents and, and, and kids had a kind of similar level of knowledge, and now it has exponentially grown for 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 us, and it's gonna be even more for the next generation, right? So yeah. Um, in case you're gonna have kids, or in my case, like that they are already bilingual, right? They just uh, speak two languages. You know, I have no idea what they're gonna do, but for sure they have more, more, more tools than I do. 
they speak your wife is Slovak yeah so okay. they speak Slovak mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Italian mm-hmm. and that is uh, from a, I mean we you speak Portuguese and English right but you're not bilingual and mm-hmm. it's totally different thing if you're bilingual it's like also how the brain is producing the initial uh, language and how he's understanding it like yeah. comes much less perhaps brain power is needed for it yeah. our kids will save, save a lot of time learning other languages mm. that we struggle so much we lost yeah. so much time we invested so much time <laughs> and um, cool so how, what exactly how do you consider Alan before the Slovak experience and uh, and and after that, right? How how different are you? How improved or you know, worse or whatever? How how did it change you this uh, this journey? Oof. I f- think the only difference that I can uh, see is that uh, the experience here gave me a lot of like. Uh, expertise in some areas also uh more culturally speaking i'm more like uh more aware of other la- other cultures and like it, it was a, a normal experience professionally and and life experience and and like you feel like really that you you have grown uh, with that you know and and I think it's a, a great place uh, to start a career, you mm-hmm. know, because uh, it's like entry-level jobs. This is excellent, excellent opportunity. So I felt like that. I felt like uh, I arrived here very raw, even though I had already some experience. And through my journey in Johnson Controls with this business and dealing with many more different cultures, mm-hmm. because it's, Europe is really like that. In the yeah. U.S., in Brazil, it was like a single culture. So it makes you really like grow so fast, grow so fast because you see different views from different different perspectives from a lot of countries that are around here. Like at your daily work, you are working not only with one or two different country yeah. people, but with like five. Yeah different 10 people nationalities there so like this makes you grow so fast yeah i mean compared the startup with uh working for a big corporate right i think it's in the level of no number of people you are dealing with every day right there's a hell of a difference working now i'm in this company i'm working for prime revenue in czechia they have 200 employees mm-hmm. When I arrived there, I was shocked because in Johnson Controls, I don't know how many people in this building. Yeah, 200 2000. were just in one, one, one department. department. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like shocked. I, I arrived in such a fast pace, man. I wanted to do everything and people were just like, look, chill out. <laughs> chill out, let's go for a cake. Then we have time to work and then I said... So yeah, when it's an entry level big corporation, it's a, it's a hell of a learning. Mm-hmm. On top of that, many different cultures around you, so it's a hell of an experience. Mm-hmm. For me, maybe you guys are used from here. European people are already used, but for me, from Brazil, coming out of nowhere, man, surrounded by favelas, mm-hmm. 
coming here was a great opportunity and yeah man, it, it was just great cool. it was the right choice for sure i came a little bit on an accident let's say with the startup that i was they said okay now you need to move to bratislava but in the beginning i was like mm. but today i just like thanks so much for that this happened is anything uh, uh, we haven't shared yet you would like to share i think we covered essentially my life uh, how i came here like professional experience what i like what i don't like from here <laughs> there was like maybe something about future but what 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 are you doing now? but now you're in Czech Republic like two months so I expect you're gonna stay there for quite a while I I I'm in love with the job there mm -hmm. but I'm also in love with someone from here so mm -hmm. uh, we're trying to sort out um, how this is gonna look like uh, but for now I'm having a dual life mm -hmm. here and there for example today I'm here it's Tuesday I worked. Uh, home office this today from here but I think it's gonna be like this um, I, I still have stylista here mm -hmm. but I want to bring to Czechia for sure uh, but yeah I think this is it I, I definitely want to make more investments here I think the, the real estate it's really a good place to invest here in Slovakia and Czechia. Um, like investing companies here, startups. Mm -hmm. If you're on top of all of that, you're good. You know, uh, and there's communities. Uh, they are speaking English. There are young people speaking English. So there is. It's just like don't stick with the corporate life. Like try to get your side business and. I think that's that's the message here. There's a lot of opportunity. And uh, you can learn also more, like by being mm -hmm. corporate and your own business, you might even yeah. You gotta be. You gotta. To you gotta be in corporate to learn, right? I don't want to leave corporate, but I do want to do something apart from that mm -hmm. for me, you know, because on, on my company right now I learn a lot. On Johnson Motors I learn a lot. I learned a lot, and you keep on learning, you know. Um, and essentially you will just bring what the leaders from these companies are doing to mm -hmm. your company yeah right you bring the best practices from these big corporations that have a lot of experience to your startup to your business so i i don't want to leave you mm -hmm. know? i could work for free there just for learning of course we need to pay the bills but the experience that it brings it's very valid so yeah, answering for the future, I think it will be dual life for now. <laughs> ah, Prague and Bratislava are not so far between. No, I, I come on the train, it's quick, so it's, open the laptop. It's, a good, it's a, still a clear way to go back and forth, particularly by train, I would say. Right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Um, yeah, and those two countries have several things in common. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so that you basically don't, I mean, you, uh, you feel kind of uh, in a similar surrounding, right? Uh, 
Thank you everyone for listening to my Slovak experience. See you at the next interview. Till then, have fun, share and enjoy. Did you like my Slovak Experience podcast? If yes, you can share it with your friends and peers. They can listen it from many sources, such as iTunes, Stitcher, Tuning Radio, or Spotify. And now you can also watch us on video while we are recording on YouTube. Thank you.